foot enthusiasts, minimal footwear lovers, or anyone trying to fix your own feet, I'm heading to North Carolina this May to lead a live, in-person, three-day retreat all about feet. I'm going to be at the Art of Living Retreat Center, which is up in the mountains of North Carolina. It's so beautiful there. And are you ready to hear what I'm calling it? The retreat is called Healing Your Soul, a stepwise approach to building forever functional feet. That's so good, right? If you want to learn all about how to take care of the muscles, bones, joints, fascia, and nerves of the feet, and learn how strong feet and ankles relate to sustainable hips and knees, this event is for you. In addition to the classroom and movement time with me, you're on retreat. So there's delicious meals, a nature-rich campus that you can explore on foot, and plenty of time for rest and relaxation, all included. A retreat is a perfect way to care for yourself in the moment, but also in the future. You are coming to learn a massive toolkit of information. So whether you're a competitive runner, a dynamic ager, or a healthcare practitioner, this is a weekend full of movement for you and your feet. And like I said, you're gonna leave with a toolkit and a big swag bag that you can use to train your feet for life. For more information about the movement sessions, the food, the center, head to my website, nutritiousmovement.com slash retreat. That's nutritiousmovement.com slash retreat. This is Katie B, and you are about to listen to an early episode of my podcast. Now the show is called The Move Your DNA Podcast, and you can find all episode transcripts and the show notes to this episode at nutritiousmovement.com slash podcast. Enjoy. Katie Says Podcast, where movement geek Danny Hammett joins biomechanist Katie Bowman, author of Move Your DNA for discussions on body mechanics, movement nutrition, natural movement, and how movement can be the solution to modern ailments we all experience. Where have you been? <laughs> I just left. I left and I just didn't tell you where I was going. Where have you been? <laughs> I Likewise. I was like, I'm out of here, folks. Uh, yeah. You know what? Danny and I took an unintended podcast break. It's like we didn't even. It was know. like summer. It was like you know, like those summer vacations that right. you look forward to as a kid. We didn't. It wasn't planned, but it was entirely necessary. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those things where we were we would have had to jam and cram in order to make it happen. And so we took our own advice, the advice we're you know giving to you ad nauseum, which is make your life work for you a little bit better. And that's what it took for us, right? A break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did get some playing in. I, you know what i I always get what I need in. It's just Good. my tendency is to then pack the time around it too tightly, and so I think that's when I was like, you know what, Danny, I can't record any podcast this month, mostly because I'm jamming on. A, as everyone knows, there's too many books that came out. Totally not my fault. Which is totally your fault. And <laughs> because you made me say out loud that I'm not going to do any. And then once you do that, the universe comes around. Right. Just like, shapa slaps you upside the head. So too many books. Which is why I'm not going to do a pull-up this year. <laughs> so smart. I really need to learn from you in grand declarations. <laughs> but anyway, it just, it is what it is. We feel great. We hope that you took your podcast time and did something joyful with it. But we're back. We are, we're back now. 
We promise we, we won't are. leave you hanging again. Well, you can't say that because stuff just happens. And you see that grand declaration? I just made stop, it. Stop like, it. Actually, we're, we're going to be say, <laughs> I'm impressed with you that you just flat out asked for what you need. You said, I can't. Well, I did. I, was, I, I can't do this. Yeah. And that's good because a lot of us feel like, well, I really should. And I'm impressed that you knew where your limit was. That's something we all can work on a little bit well, more. Way to go, man. Yeah. I think that that's what everyone needs to do at this point is just get really clear on what they need to do. And it wasn't making me any healthier. Like I, I would have had to take a, a health hit to make a podcast that frankly is a non-essential, not to my life, but to yours. It's not an essential. Mm-hmm. You could go back and re-listen to everything if you felt like there was a big hole. But anyway, we're all better for it. Totally. And thanks. And that's the end of our show. Because frankly, just kidding. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Visit the website. Goodbye. <laughs> all right. So what's up today? Today, we are having a funeral. Your first book, Every Woman's Guide to Foot Pain Relief, is just leaving this astral plane. But I kind of like the British tradition of funerals, and I think we need to have more of a wake, which is like a celebration of the life of the book, what it meant, what it meant for you, what it meant to us, and where we go from here. So would you just kind of tell us the story of Every Woman's Guide to Foot Pain Relief? (laughs) I should have started page written. one. There's about 186 pages and go. Oh no. <laughs> my gosh. Every woman's guide to foot pain relief. All right. So if I was going to read like the obit section in the New York times for every woman's guide right. to foot pain relief, it would have said that that was my first book contract that I ever got. And it was published by Ben Bella books, which is a, a nice micro indie press. I was stoked the day that I signed that contract. I imagine. And then, I kid you not, two weeks after I signed that contract, I got pregnant. And pregnant, like, I was uh, someone who was extremely nauseous through my entire pregnancy. So that book didn't get written. You had I had a year to write that book. One year. Well, you, you couldn't write a whole book while you were growing a baby? Golly. I know. Slacker. I know. Well, I was so sick. And I still had my regular, you know, full-time job. and Right. And I was running I the Restorative Exercise Institute in Ventura. And that was like, you know, a 40-hour-a-week thing. Pregnant. And I have this book contract. So I kind of sat on the shelf. I'm like, sure, I'll get to that. No problem. And the due date for the contract was December 31st, 2010. And I started writing that book. I wrote the bulk of it on a long train ride from Southern California to Northern California. It was like six hours there, six hours back. I, I busted that book out really in a six-week period. Wow. But a it lot. should be said, a lot of this was just based on on stuff you well, did. Well, it's not like it's thesis. a novel. It's not like yeah. a novel. It's not like you made it up. Let's see. No, I, I didn't have to That's come up. a good one. I didn't have to come up with characters. I didn't have to like figure anything else out. I, I mean, it's a very, for anyone who's read it, it's like really, it's a basics book mm-hmm. and it's kind of about shoes. Like, you know, you're talking about what are the components of a shoe? Like a lot of people, I don't think know that there's an anatomy to oh. footwear. Hold on, that's me taking a message cut. It's me calling you. I was calling you right here. Stop it. I was, I was dialing you at the same time to see what you do. Are you going to pick up? Are you going to ignore the call? You're never going to, that's never going to get old for you, is it? Less social, more media. <laughs> so anyway, sorry. So I kind of just thought I would teach 
the basics. It's a basics book. So that's like the background of the book. And then I turned it in and then it came out another year later. So imagine from the time, the excitement of signing your book contract. And then it's like an elephant. It's what an elephant must experience. But it's like, congratulations, you're pregnant. We'll see you in 48 months or whatever. 24 months, right? Isn't it a two-year gestation period for an elephant? Mm -hmm. That's long. So it's like that. It was like the elephant equivalency of having a baby. It's like, I'm sorry, I can't muster. Talk Talk to me a long time from now. But that book came out, did well, continued to do well. It's unlike anything else that I've written because it is for the layperson who's never even heard of this idea of alignment or biomechanics. It's like the book that you get your mom <laughs> or your, yeah. or, you know, your, your neighbor, like someone who doesn't, who's like, what are you talking about with all of this natural movement, healthy Well, it's eating. totally non-intimidating. It's just like, it's, even the title, every, you know, it's. It is. It, it is my most general, it's my, it's my most conventional book, meaning there, there's definitely radical ideas embedded in it, but. There's not, it's not like dropping any big booms on your head as much as maybe, although, you know what, well, the fact that your toes should move in individually, people are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, That's crazy it, talk, you know? I have to say, since it was your first book, it was the first thing that a lot of us read of your work besides sure. the blog. Sure. But I will tell you, this dropped some big booms on my head just because it was a lot of those ideas about footwear and the way, you know, the dexterity mm-hmm. of your feet was really big idea for me. A lot of that was a big idea. And I think you shouldn't sell it short. Yeah. It's, it's digestible and simple and accessible. But a lot of people that I've given it to are like, whoa, I never thought about my foot that way. Yeah. They didn't really think about their feet at all. And I and I don't, I, I feel like I have sold that book short for a long time simply because when you're when you're hyper exposed or when your understanding of a thing is really really deep then you forget that i forget the part of my process like there was a point where i had those aha moments too they're just such a long time ago but just the other day i had someone new come to class who had you know never done anything or read anything and we started with foot position and and knee position. And then she's looking at her bunion and she's going, I can see how my bunion is being made. Like right now I can see. And Mm -hmm. back to the basics of, well, can you lift your big toe? No. Can you spread your toes? No. And it was huge when she left to have like moving parts that she had never moved before. And I was like, I forget, I forget, I forget in all this complexity that everyone really does need to enter at the front door. You cannot Mission Impossible Tom Cruise drop in from the <laughs> air conditioning ducts on a wire and then be like, you know, and almost hit the floor. You can't. That is an unreasonable way of getting a sense of the layout of the land. You just have to walk through the front oh. door. Oh. So so everyone's guide to foot pain relief is was a front door and still is. I mean, this book, this tiny little book jargon free jargon free jargon free i mean like yeah it, it, it's super super easy to read it is it's the book that if you want to open the you know if you wanted to introduce someone else to like why you're doing like there's no minimal footwear as far as you know primal movement or right. like it's just none of that talk but at the same time when you're done with it you're like 
I need to get a more flexible shoe. I need to get a shoe without a heel. But the way, the language that I chose to use is it's jargon and and industry jargon free, meaning it's mm-hmm. just about a book about you and your feet. So anyway, that book has sold really well for the last five or six years. There's people like, I had foot pain from this and that and da 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 so, oh my gosh, that book, I mean, a, a week with that book doing the work on it, and I told you this before, my plantar fasciitis was just gone. Yeah. It too had a funeral, which was lovely. That's and fine. And I didn't give it a wake because it sucked. It didn't deserve <laughs> to be celebrated. It's like, you die now. Yes. But but this book is, we're giving it a wake. We right? have, well, so well, I, we haven't, we've kind of buried the lead here. Right. Every Woman's Guide to Foot Pain Relief is going out of print because there's a new edition. And the new edition is Simple Steps to Foot Pain Relief, a a slightly edited, now gender neutral book. We can talk about the differences where people were like, this book is so helpful. Why is it every woman's guide? There's nothing about it that's woman. I mean, there's definitely things about the book that they had me write woman specific or gender specific Mm -hmm. really so when they asked me if i would do a new edition they're like and we want it to be gender neutral and so now we've got this awesome front door book it's an even wider front door meaning Mm -hmm. well because let's just let's be realistic the first one aside from the title it's got a high heel on the front and yeah. so you hand this to any guy and his, yeah. you know, most people will just be like, well, I don't wear heels and that's it. But yeah. it's having it was a good marketing. Neutral. Yeah. I mean, again, the difference between the reality that we live in or the the bubble that we live in of health and movement <laughs> and exercise, that's different than people who are on Amazon sure. for foot pain. And sure. that image was, I think, a good marketing image. But for my my bubble, they're like, we don't even wear those shoes. And I'm a dude and I want this information and I don't wear those shoes. So anyway. Well, just as in reincarnation, you don't, you know, a beetle doesn't end up being a beetle again. A beetle is usually a dog or something like that. Same thing with this book. It just changed in its reincarnation. And, And now it was your first book and it has become your sixth. It just jumped ahead. It just right? got a it's leap. It's your sixth one, yeah? It was like a dung beetle book, <laughs> you know, the first time <laughs> no, around. And now it's come out kind of it. like... What are the, what's the gazelle of bugs? I don't know. A praying mantis. I don't know. There you go. But you, the fact that you have a pun in the title, I just, I know you totally did that for me. Puns? (laughs) You are my hero to put a a pun in the title because it's awesome. Simple steps to foot pain relief, the new signs of healthy feet. The reincarnation, it's, I mean, or what do you call it? How's it different? A reissue, re-release. They came to you and said, we're almost done? Or had they just looked at it and said, we just want this gender neutral? Or is this something that you'd kind of put a bug, a dung beetle in there? Well, ear a long publishing, time ago? I mean, the what? thing with the way publishing works, this is a little aside, not mechanics, but I guess publishing mechanics is bookstores really only like to carry newer books. You have to kind of have, a, have a kind of an active media campaign or PR campaign around your book. And so publishers then, publishers don't, no one really makes that much money off printing books. The authors certainly don't. Publishing barely. So they have a ton and ton of books. So one way of kind of recouping your investment, you've already paid the writer. So new editions, like the bulk of the books that we read, like think of your entire school curriculum of books are books that were written 
hundreds of years ago, if not a hundred of years, you know, like you're reading for the most part, the classics are things that they're kind of timeless and through slight adjustments, they are still pertinent. So from a business standpoint, it's a really nice way of not, it's very expensive to produce a book. You know, you've got editors and copy editors and designers but to do a new edition, the cost goes way down, and then you get a book essentially back on the top of your offerings. So that book was about five or six years old. And then so they're like, we're gonna do a new edition of it because it's still a it's still a very popular book. It sells, did you know most books only sell about 2,500 copies and they're in total lifespan of all those books that are published? I did not know that. That's an interesting fact. So you know, obviously everyone has their best sellers, but you know, a lot of books just kind of go by the wayside, but they're like, this is a great, it's super helpful. It's still extremely timely footwear. And this, well, we all, we, you know, most people have feet. Well, they, they have feet, but also I would think that like this new way of understanding feet and movement and shoes that we're still in the middle of that. We're still at the beginning mm-hmm. of that. So there's just a lot of, there's just a lot of people out there going, oh, I didn't, maybe there's some exercises or whatever. But when, so they're going to do a new edition. And I said, well, if I'm going to do a new edition, how about I make it gender neutral? So that that way it's almost an entire, like you'll double your audience for the book. It was just, again, it was an efficient decision. I was like, I I feel like this book could reach a much bigger audience by, by going through and combing and, and taking out anything that was gender specific and really writing to a broader audience. And then I wrote a note a new letter on the edition, which is explaining mm-hmm. why it was, wh- how it was before and how it is now. Well, yeah. Tell us a little bit about why, what's, what's different. Yeah. So cover, new cover, new note on the edition, which saying kind of just what I said, updated. It's updated as far as technical accuracy, still keeping super jargon-free layperson, kind of clarified a few things about bunions, just, mm-hmm. I, I, I found just through my own better understanding over time, it's easier for me to reduce complicated stuff, losing even less technical accuracy. So I did that for the book. I added a few sidebars. Yeah, there were new sidebars. I went new through sidebars. it. I, oh, I went through right. page by page. It was such a, you know, so it wasn't like the most fun way to read a book, but I just kind of wanted have to see. It, did you have the old book compared to the new oh, book? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my, my gosh. My old book is hilarious because it's just like kind of yellow from sun yeah. exposure and, yeah. you know, I have copies that I lend to people, but this is mine that I have my notes in from when I first get, became familiar with your work. But yeah, I actually went through it. I don't know why. I just thought I wanted to see what was different. Yeah, and some things you just kind of changed the language a little bit or made things a little more clear mm-hmm. based on what you've been doing for the last six years. And I don't know. I like it. It's still super easy to read. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. new pictures. New some pictures. new pictures. And I think some of the sidebars are more along the lines of reiterating that, you know, it's not a separate thing. You are how you move. This isn't just... Yeah. You know, everything is going to be tied into this with what you're doing and helping people identify those patterns more and the source of the discomfort or ailment or whatever by looking at it that way. So it's kind of a nice, it's an even better intro point, I think, into your work now. Because it might you, be. you kind of hint yeah. a little bit about this stuff that, you know, we talk about in the podcast and everything. Just a couple, just a couple little places where I added that. I mean, number one, you're in t- you're a total nerd for doing that, like to compare 
one to the other. I love. I can just see you sitting there, book side by side with like a marker. Just <laughs> that's your highlighter yeah, right there. Heavy, <laughs> heavy mouth breathing. Um, <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm looking at Katie's books. <laughs> You're in the bathroom. Yeah. Anyway. I'll be done in a second. I'm on page 95, 96, respectively. So I would say that, yeah, that's what it is. Is it? I just kind of made it a cleaner portal. It's combed a tiny bit. I think a lot of people will say, do I get, do you, do I need the other book? And I don't think as far as, you know, fixing your feet goes, if you wanted to fix your feet more, I would not say that you need to buy the newer edition. I'm sorry. If you have already bought the first edition, then I don't think you would need to buy the second edition to make your feet better. But if you wanted to have, I think you could probably reread it and and get more out of the newer book, like a slightly better understanding. So if you're in it for like the, the technical big overview, it's certainly helpful. The cover is so pretty. Did yeah. I send you a picture of the, the new cover? Yes. And I think... I mean, the way I looked at this book when I first you know, saw it and went through it was this is the book that I would give to all those people that I tried to give the other one to, mostly yeah. men, men yeah. I'm just going to say it, who it just, you know, that, that wall went up. And I think, like, I, I have a class. I'm putting on a foot workshop because, and hopefully a lot of men come because it's kind of a man-heavy, you know, clinic that I will be teaching it at. And I'm really looking forward to having this to say here without them looking at the high heel and the sexy fingers on the front and going, no, it's not really for me. I'm right. That's the way I see it. It's just a lot. The, the information's all the same. It's cleaner. It has a little more here and there, but yeah. it's a book for those people that maybe you couldn't get to read the other one in mind. And picture, pictures of men doing the exercises as well, you know, yes. really it's, it's amazing. Like yeah. I, my first the Whole Body Barefoot was my first book that I ever did. I mean, I'm a woman. The bulk of the, I worked in pelvic floor disorder for so long. And the bulk of, you know, our listeners and the people doing it are women to a certain extent. But, you know, I did the Joe Rogan show. And then all of a sudden it was like in one night, our men, woman ratio totally evened out. Mm-hmm. Like that's what happens when you do a podcast for 11 million dudes mm-hmm. is it sent you just balance your base. So then I started being, oh, okay, well I do need, I need a, a better overall representation of a lot of this stuff. So it was fun to go back and take some of my older stuff and make it new again in a broader way. It was like such a simple thing, you know, cover design, cover design that's nothing about the interior of the book but just that makes it so much more accessible so sure. i feel i feel it's efficiency like at the end of the day it's just efficiency mm-hmm. so speaking of efficient basically you have three foot books under your belt well okay just below we'll the s- belt yeah do. No. <laughs> we'll say two yeah. and so you've got simple steps to foot pain relief and whole body barefoot they each fill a different need and a different purpose for different people at different times in their mm-hmm. life Mm-hmm. So who are they for, respectively, in your opinion? Well, I would say that Simple Steps is, like I said, it's, it's the book that you want to give your parents. If Okay, let me, let me do Whole Body Barefoot first because that's easier. Whole Body Barefoot is a more technical, information-dense book. Whole Body Barefoot, which was just voted best fitness book, by Paleo Magazine for last year at their 2000, 
best of 2015 Ooh. awards, it won the best of. So um, that's an, that gives you kind of like a, a group for what for like who that book is. So people who are already into natural, more kind of a primal movement, people who have a good, a strong anatomy background, any any health professional, I think would need to read Whole Body Barefoot to go, oh, I get the, I get it now. It's kind of got more math, more biomechanics, more mm-hmm. anatomy. It's certainly not jargon rich, but it's not your mother's book, depending on who your mother is, of course. If your mother is a chiropractor, then it is your mother's book. But if you're <laughs> a, or an osteopath or an engineer, you know, someone who likes right. more information. Like there's a lot of people who are like, I, I want all the information. It's an information-rich book. That's Whole Body Barefoot. Simple Steps is really kind of about shoes and and foot pain and, and like the, the biggest, you know, as far as alignment stuff, it doesn't have, it's like back your hips up, like really manageable things for people who are non-movers, people who maybe exercise, you know, and, and walk on a treadmill at a gym, you know, maybe they're exercisers mm-hmm. in that regard, but they're not like the whole idea of like whole body and these intricate movement and alignment, it would be an entry point to all of that for them. So it's it's really... Something they could dip their toes in the water then. Exactly. But at the same time, if you are a professional, I think that both are helpful because I use a lot of simple analogies. So it would help you, I think, communicate better with your... That's why I make it a recommendation for our training is because I don't think that if you have only a technical understanding and not experience relating the more general simple steps is really great for that. It's like, what are the, what are the five basic exercises that really everyone should start with? There's a lot, you know, there's more content and more challenging exercises in whole body barefoot. So, so you, you could definitely, I don't think you would be, you wouldn't overlap having both. Definitely. But not. if you were just, no, I don't think no, so at all. No. I think you would almost have a better understanding of footwear, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, by reading simple steps. It's also good for introducing parents to this idea that your kids might not be need super supportive shoes. Like I I think that it's just, it's kind of what everyone in general would want to know is the simple steps. And then whole body barefoot is the more refined understanding. Mm -hmm. So that's how they're different. Well, that's awesome. When does the new edition come out? Do you know? The pub date is September 6th. So Kim, when will this show come out tomorrow? Since it's <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be out in about 10 minutes. No, this is going to come out, I think, on August 16th. Yeah, so it's you can definitely order it on Amazon okay. now, All and right. then it'll ship as soon as it comes we'll in. We'll put that so link it, in it, the show notes. Then. Okay. They said they'll be, I'll be sharing just different pictures of it. And I, you know what I also did? I also updated a couple things. You know, when I was writing Whole Body Barefoot, so I always had... I always used four categories of footwear evaluation. There was the width of the toe box, the height of the heel, the stiffness of the sole, the stiffness and the thickness, and then how well the upper attached mm-hmm. to the foot. You know, like, is it a slide on? Are you having to grip it? Or is it a, does it have a, a good upper, which is a term that's used in shoe manufacturing, but also in orthopedics or in podiatry. You would be, we would have discussions about uppers of a shoe people in those groups of people. But when I was writing Whole Body Barefoot, the podiatrist 
who uh, Ray, Dr. Ray McClanahan, I think is his oh, last yeah, name. Oh, yeah, the correct toes guy. Correct toes guy. Yeah. He said, you know, what's also interesting, he says a lot of shoes have elevated toes. And I had never considered that feature because that feature is not in podiatry or research, you know, so I had never really thought about that before. But then, of course, as I was, as soon as he pointed it out, so he works, you know, he's like kind of toes are forced into extension all the time. Like all our shoes are essentially even the non rocker bottom. Right. Shoe. They're all kind of rocker bottom. So it was like, oh, OK, yeah. So then you're, you've got this kind of forced stiffness to your toe all the time. So I added that into this new book, this extra way of evaluating is is the front of the shoe like artificially elevated chronically and then kind of so I added a fifth characteristic right Betty you're, you're talking book. to someone that just compared them side by side so yeah okay so, so you fully, know fully aware but let's share that with everybody else well since the show not, is not for you <laughs> not as nerdy as I am yeah so you caught that did you did you like yeah. the picture where I, I'm like where I circled the elevated toes of all of the shoes I'm, you're like okay. yeah and the, and the chart too the chart's like oh there's a new thing on the chart, there's a chart. oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so that's how you decide who they're for, and that's what's going on with that. That's that's what's exciting in my neighborhood right now is getting ready and updating shoe lists, right? So I have a ton of shoe lists on the website, winter shoe lists. Uh, they're all minimal, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. what fits these shopping guys. So I'm in the process now of updating them, getting them ready for, for fall. So Awesome. I, I will share those on our social media as I've updated, you know, gone through. And any the problem with minimal footwear is they continuously i want to say put out of publish what is, what is the word they discontinue discontinue it's, I want to put it's the worst if you fall in love with something i know it, it's just a tragedy and yeah. and it makes it also hard to have constantly updated lists when I'm you're sure. discontinuing stuff all the time i was like okay half these links are dead so even though i'm not you know really actively blogging any longer i am constantly going through and refining to make these tools still super helpful for everyone. So that's what I'll be doing over the next few weeks. Finishing Movement Matters, getting ready to do a book tour for Simple Steps, and then updating all of my online content that's already kind of existing so that it makes it more functional. Awesome. So that's what's up for me. Well, that's what's up good. For you? What's up for me? You know, you should come back to Boulder for your book tour. Very, very popular here. Pro- very well liked. Uh- I will probably come for Movement Matters. Oh, yeah. So we can talk about a good date. That's good because that. I have added some new hikes to my repertoire that I just have okay, to great. show you. Great. What's up with well, me? I don't know. I'm just trying. How was your break? How was, it was your so, tech break? It was so good. It was 31 days of no social media whatsoever. That meant Pinterest or anything. So if I wanted a recipe, I was out of luck. I just made stuff up. You don't have any cookbooks? <laughs> if I wanted a particular recipe, Smart oh. Alec. Oh, but I, I equate it to, it was like a 1970s summer where I just had a lot of time because I grew up in the 70s. I spent a lot of time like laying in grass, looking at clouds. Were you high? No, I was a kid. I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> laying on the grass. <laughs> yeah. And I just looking at clouds. And so I kind of that having that gone allowed me that space to do that. And I truly ended up with more headspace than I had before. My memory got yeah. better. My creativity felt like a got kid. Better. Almost like a kid. Right? It was like, like a kid. I felt like yeah. a kid. And I did a lot of kid things and didn't really feel like I needed to show anybody. And so that like opened up the enjoyment factor of it. 
for me. And I have come back in very slowly and very limited. And I really like it. And I think, and it was huge for all the people that participated. We had about 50 people across the world that participated and it was huge for them as well. And I think we'll make it an annual thing, kind of like you do, because Mm -hmm. it was so valuable for me. And maybe even twice. I could see it being a seasonal thing, you know, because there definitely is a biorhythm that's going on, these natural periods of of maybe awareness, observation, maybe. I mean, I feel like summer, I, I just from being outside more, simply immersed in outside, my skill set with bird identification and distance animal spotting is getting so great. And I'm not even trying to do it. It's just more like my my senses are heightened. So I will definitely want to do a winter one That's as smart. well. Yeah. Sometime when I just want to I, I I think I did it maybe not last year, the the year before. So another social media break. Uh, certainly around the holiday time or well, the it's, it's like a cleanse. I mean you do it is, you know, exactly. you do like diet changes seasonally and yeah. cleanses seasonally. And so that's really smart to yeah. put it in that perspective and reframe it to it's just like a little reset every mm-hmm. every, you know, five months or every quarter or whatever. So yeah, yeah it's cool. super cool. Well, we'll look forward to it, but we'll be getting back to we have we are just so you know, Danny and I are this is our third year, right? We're going into yes, Baby. we are in year three. Can you so believe it? Oh my I, goodness. I can't. I can't. And and really it's kind of exciting. We've taken one break in two yeah. years. This was our first break. So thanks to good. everyone for bearing with us. And we've got some new changes that are gonna come up. We're kind of doing kind of a little facelift to everything, right? I think we're trying to always constantly make what we put out a better or more authentic right. representation of what's inside. And let's so, look at this as a nice exfoliation. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's an, yes, it's a, just it's an untangling and exfoliation, <laughs> a natural facelift of sorts that just kind of like, here's what's inside. So look for that mm-hmm. in the next uh, few weeks, right? Maybe. Over yeah, absolutely. You'll know it when it happens. Cause we'll have like a new intro. It'll be like, as long as, 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 podcast. Yeah. as long as you're listening, you'll know. Exactly. Any suggestions, right. right? If anyone has any makeover suggestions, throw them out social media, tweet us, Twitter us, Facebook us, and let us know if you're like, you know what I'd really love an X, Y, Z. Yeah. I really think Danny needs more airtime. So I think that, Oh, Sorry, I was just, anyway. All right, we're done. Good job on one more book there, lady. Stop it. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. It doesn't really. That's a new, that's just, that's an addition. That's not an, it's. New edition. Congratulations on the new edition. So I've got them all. All right, we're good. Thanks for listening. For more information, books, online classes, etc., you can find Katie Bowman at nutritiousmovement.com. You can learn more about me, Danny Hemmett, movement warrior and foot book collector at moveyourbodybetter.com. Bye. Bye. We hope you find the general information on biomechanics, movement, and alignment informative and helpful, but it is not intended to replace medical advice and shouldn't be used as such. 